0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Surf Coast Creatives Podcast. I'm Jess Mallington, and with me today we have the co-founder of the Surf Coast Creatives Podcast, Ben Hucker. Welcome, Ben.
1: Thanks, Jess, and well done for stepping up today and hosting your very first podcast ever. So good luck.
0: Thank you. I might need it. <laughs> um, alongside us today we have the lovely Alison Smith from Mummication, so welcome, Allie.
2: Hi Jess and Ben, thanks for having me. No,
0: no worries. Now, um, we wanted to introduce your business. Do you mind going through what you do? Mm-hmm.
2: So I founded uh, Mummications in January last year, so we've been operating for just over a year. Uh, the idea of Mummycations is to provide weekend getaways and extended long weekend getaways for mums to step away from their mum duties. And take some time out for their own self-care to rest, relax, connect with friends, be pampered and reconnect with their pre-mum self.
0: Perfect. That sounds amazing. All right. And how did you get started? Like, how did you come up with the idea?
2: Um, Well, I basically uh, just over over a couple of years ago, my mum unfortunately passed away and I uh, was a stay-at-home mum with a young child and a seven-month-old baby and I a couple of months later um, after I guess spending a lot of time caring for my dad I fell in a bit of a heap and an opportunity came up for me to travel to northwest Indonesia and work with a not-for-profit organization and I sort of sat on it for a couple of days thinking there was no way my hubby was going to agree to that and brought it up with him one night and he thought it was a great idea and that's sort of what uh, my life before becoming a mum was a lot of, volunteering and working and travelling overseas. So I basically checked out of mum life, checked Mm -hmm. out of my life for a week, headed over to Indonesia and worked um, in the remote villages and just had an amazing week away from... Everyone, I guess, and our limited contact back home. <laughs> and I came home just—I really found refound my mojo for life, and mm-hmm. uh, had a passion that I knew I wanted to help other mums take their time out um, for themselves to rediscover their passion, be- um, what life was before becoming a mum, I guess. Yep. And yeah, mummy Cations was found very, very soon after that.
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. You went to indonesia how long were you there a, a week
2: i got away with eight days
0: that's so <laughs> that, good that yeah. my
2: hubby said i had a week and i was like oh i'm just going to catch overnight flight home on the last <laughs> night so that yeah. extended it out to eight yeah. days okay. yeah. and it was funny on the way back um when i got back to melbourne and was catching the bus from the airport over to my car I was the only one on the bus it was really early in the morning and the bus driver said where have you been and I said I've been to Indonesia and he said oh um where are you from I said Geelong he said do you have family and I said yes he said you have kids and I said yes he said where are they and I said well they're at home with their dad he's like oh no you left your kids what and I said well yeah um he's like oh Oh, your mum, you left your kids. And I said, Well, they're with their dad. He's very perfectly yeah. capable of looking after them. And I was like, Oh, oh, yes, you know, that really, that stigma really does exist.
0: Yeah. And, um, and that was when you were coming back? Or coming, yeah, that yeah. was when I was coming
2: back, Um, getting dropped off at my car to drive home. And I was like, Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I just came back feeling really refreshed and a bit more, Um. Oh, I guess, a little bit more passion for my life you know I, I yeah. experienced also I experienced a very traumatic birth with my first child nearly seven years ago mm-hmm. I was really sick for a long time and developed postnatal depression and really have struggled with my transition to motherhood yeah. um I used to have an amazing pretty free lifestyle before where I, I it involved a lot of overseas work and travel and um you know, growing my career and everything, so I found the transition mm-hmm. to motherhood
0: quite difficult. Um, were you volunteering, or you were working overseas? Um, no.
2: Or? Well, I spent a few months in India volunteering, oh, cool. and I worked in the Middle East for a year as a tour leader. So I lived in Egypt and ran a um, overland tour through Egypt, Jordan, Syria, and Turkey for a year, which is amazing. Wow. Cool. Yeah like my other life, my yep. pregnant <laughs> wife, I call it. And the Indiana Jones life. Yeah, that's right, yes. And I've spent some time working and living in the UK, travelling around Europe. Um, and also my background um, is in retail and corporate travel, so I've done a lot of travel through my job there. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm fairly obsessed with travel, Yes. Yeah. makes my vacations a great business for Yeah, me. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so when, when you were in Indonesia... Indonesia. Were you thinking about, was this idea forming in your head or did it come a lot later after you got back or...?
2: I think I was so um, engrossed in what I was doing over there, working with some really vulnerable women and children um, and helping the organisation from a planning and administrative point of view that I didn't really give it much thought while I was there. Yeah. But uh, coming home, I just I immediately could see the difference that it made in my... Um, general happiness and well-being i guess and Mm -hmm. it took me um i don't know maybe it took me a little while to realize that just for me to have that chance to reconnect with my old self and get my passion and mojo back that's what mums need to do not all mums but some mums really lose their self-identity is a big thing when you become a mum Mm -hmm. suddenly you go from a very free life um, to you know everything changes your ability to bring in your own income your work and your career if you've been building that up um you know you spend a lot of time at home which can be hard for people so yeah yeah yeah
0: and so obviously um self-care and like self-identity is a huge part of why you've why you've done this Mm -hmm. i'm assuming um so uh with the what about the impact of corona like has that um had a Massive impact on your business, on yourself? Like, how have you managed to get through this, like, last three months?
2: Well, I'll be honest, the last three months has been pretty hectic and mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't enjoyed my time at home. Um, firstly, from a business point of view, I had to cancel one trip and potentially a couple more for later in the year, um, mm-hmm. which hasn't been a huge impact because I'm sort of now developing my calendar for next year and have a really great calendar to go ahead with and I've Mm -hmm. like doubled my trips or something. (laughs) That's that's good. Um, I I also work part-time as an NDIS support coordinator and I was working two days a week from home as a subcontractor but since COVID-19 started, I've picked up another... Six referrals, I think, and my work's become really busy yep. uh, because we provide an essential service to a lot of vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. And I've really struggled uh, trying to work from home and um, homeschool my six-year-old, yep. and also with a three-year-old too, who yep. has been. Um, has been great. She's been able to go to daycare three days a week, mm-hmm. but. The other two days that she's home, uh, she just wants to uh, fight with her sister and yeah. they want to, um, and then Adie just doesn't want to do any, hasn't wanted to do any homeschooling yeah. and has really struggled herself being away from her friends. She's a very social and bright kid. So yeah. this morning she was in her school uniform at 10 to 6, <laughs> Oh my God. which is ridiculous um, she would have slept in it last night if I'd let her, yeah. and she'd made her own lunch, packed oh, her own lunch, yeah, packed a uh, snack for her sister, yep. um, and she's like, mum, you know, we're not going to be late, are we? I said, no, <laughs> no, babe, we're not going to be late, it's okay. She was so excited. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard of all these other mums and kids really upset, and um, saw a couple of kids at school this morning who didn't look too impressed and she was ready and raring to go so yeah, that was really yeah. nice <laughs> oh, that's so good. yeah and I feel like um yeah I feel like a bit of the weight of the world's been taken off my shoulders and I'm yeah. really um I'm really excited to sort of now put more time and effort and concentration into my business and also my support yep. coordination works.
0: So. And so with the the announcements made over the weekend, has that that's obviously opened up a bit of time in the calendar? For, yes, yep. know, so
2: it's weird. I felt like, I felt the last couple of weeks that it was coming, the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on Saturday morning, I think when I saw it, I just, um, I nearly went crazy. Um, I just had all this, nervous excitement running through me and then anxiety and then um, my brain (laughs) went in 20,000 Directions, so they, I could put this trip back on, or I could run this one, or maybe I can put another one on. Maybe Queensland and Rotness and Perth will run. Oh, what about next year? Or what about if I do two in the weekend? Oh, what? Do I, and where are we going to go? Where's the family going to go? Oh, I don't want to travel anywhere because there'll be too many people. Ah, oh, and my husband said, just calm down. <laughs> and I think for three hours I was just um, running on adrenaline yeah, when Daniel Andrews yeah. and I rang. I had a, um, I've got a gift voucher to the. To Big four, and I really wanted to go and book us all into the safari glamping tent down yeah. at Anglesey. Yeah, oh,
0: very
2: nice. I jumped on the phone to them and she's like, Oh, hi. And I said, Oh, I guess you've had a few calls. And she said, Yes, <laughs> <All morning>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sort of excited about because my our own personal family holidays we had a uh, cruise planned in August to Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. and a trip to Darwin in June, and they've both been cancelled. So now I'm torn between wanting to book another three holidays for the family and not wanting to go because there'll be too many people out and yeah, about. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I have um, put on another trip to the Yarra Valley in September mm-hmm. and I'll have lawn in November, so those two will definitely run and waiting to hear whether our I guess we'll be able to travel interstate for Queensland and Western Australia in September and yeah. October.
0: So still waiting yeah. to hear on those ones, Yeah.
1: So the business has basically been on hold during the corona pandemic. Yeah, um, right. Are these trips, that you organised Yarra Valley and the rest, are they booked yeah. out? Uh,
2: I haven't. I'm releasing the Yarra Valley one hopefully today or tomorrow. Yep. Um, my very first vacation trip was to the Yarra Valley and we stayed at the Yarra Valley Lodge in Churnsland Park and it was just amazing. It's a perfect destination for a girls' weekend. Uh, I had an amazing... Um, lady come in to do in-room massages which apparently were fantastic and this trip I'm planning a um, high tea winery tour and some more massages, um, some cocktails and um, some room service and movies, a movie night so it's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a great. It
1: great does trip. sound cool, is it open yeah. to male guests? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've had so many people ask me what about Dad's all males, and I said, "Wow." Well,
1: the man weekend. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, dedications. I can definitely organise one of those. Dedications, that's
1: there we the go. And the thing,
2: I told my husband, I said, well, you tell me where you want to go and when, and I'll organise it, but he can't even do that. So, <laughs> you know, I think females are more um, planners, I guess, yeah. and yeah. more motivated to... Guys,
1: just do it on the day.
2: Yeah, that's all right. Let's go golfing or fishing or camping or something. Yeah. 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 Pack the um, Land
1: Cruiser and off you go. Yeah, that's all right.
2: yep. And I think, yeah, at the start or in the last sort of six to 12 months, I've had a lot of people say, well, what about dads? And I say, well, you know, I'm more than happy to work on that sort of business model, Mm -hmm. but it's just fact that mums are um, the primary caregivers and the mental load that they take on, often when they're trying to work also, Um, it's just even like... Um, remembering to have sports shoes on this day, to pay this bill on this day, what notes have to go back to school on this day. Um, You know, we're doing bathroom renovations at the moment. So that's my, you know, I just take that on because I'm a project manager, I guess. And it's just, um, yeah, the mums are the the ones who really need the break.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you've got enough on your plate without starting another business. Yeah, or leave dedications to someone else. Yeah, that's else. right. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> and my next, um, my next goal with my vacations is to. Um create a not-for-profit to run alongside Mummy Vacations, where I can gain some corporate sponsorship and funding to provide my trips subsidised for mums caring for children with disability or facing financial or social hardship so mm-hmm. that's um, my passion and that's where I really want to take this so
1: and just getting back to, just to clarify the timeline, so when did you, what year did you start mummification? Um,
2: well, it was January last year, so last just,
1: year. yeah, 2019. So, in yeah. yeah. Indonesia, just uh, part of that?
2: Before that, 18, 2018. 2018,
1: yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's such an epic story. I mean, some people, you know, they come up with an idea and they sort of pursue it part time and then it becomes a business, but for you it was such a profound experience. And getting back to your home situation, is your partner, is it does? did you say before?
2: Um, uh, Matt, Matt. My, hub, my hubby. Don't yep. know where he does from, yep.
1: but <laughs> let's yep. run with Matt. <laughs> Big shout out to Matt. So Matt is fully supportive of what you're doing. and
2: Yes, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I'd probably like him to be a little bit more excited and, sub- and supportive. <laughs> but I guess he, um you know, he said to me once, well, That's you getting to go away on the weekends having fun and I don't. I said, yeah, that's fair enough. I get that. But, yeah, no, he's he's very supportive. He owns, we actually, the year before that, um, we set up his own gardening landscaping business. So we also run that from home. Um, So he's super busy and he's been working through the last couple of months. Everything's going on. Um, But, yeah, as far as, as... when I go away for the weekend you know I always make sure the clothes are ready and get everything you know organized any extra school pickups or daycare that needs to
1: yeah.
2: go so I might leave things running as smoothly as possible yeah. I guess
1: yeah yeah and your business so you kicked it off January 2018 you had a pretty good year last year I noticed you um, do, you've done quite a bit of media and done a yeah, few podcasts and things and yeah, you were
2: I've just been throwing myself into, into whatever I can yep so Is that I then, a
1: deliberate strategy, just to throw yourself out there? And... Um,
2: it wasn't at the start and I don't usually like, um, I don't like, I'm not really natural when it comes to camera or anything like that, but I've decided to just embrace every opportunity I get to speak about mommagations and get the mm-hmm. word out. So that's a commitment I made to myself, I guess. So, mm-hmm.
1: um, Yeah, we noticed you have ten thousand over 10,000 likes on Facebook. Yes. How that's did huge. you go about building that wow. for for a business that's barely two years old?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I just, I I've said...
2: had a couple of people ask me this, and I think all I can think of randomly. My dad sent me an email oh, during the year, some stage at last, uh, some stage during last year, and it didn't have i wasn't sure where he got it from where it was forwarded to but he just flicked it to me and i thought it was hysterical and i downloaded it and shared it on my page without any other because it wasn't shared from another source and it is still going viral and i'm talking about hundreds of thousands of shares and likes and comments really and i think it must be from that that's cuz i'm not really I'm not great with my social media and when I get my business up and running a bit more, that will be the first thing that I get rid of. (laughs) I can't wait to palm my social media, particularly Instagram (laughs) because I've got like 380 followers on Instagram and it's random because I know that's where my target market are hanging out. Yeah, that's one of the
1: things we noticed when we were snooping around and having a look at your business. Yeah. um, Just a disparity in the audience between Instagram and Facebook. So was that a post that you produced on Facebook or – something Uh, else you shared and
2: yeah it was just a video that i downloaded onto my phone then shared from my phone so it didn't have any other um business attached to it and it was I'll i'll show you after we finish chatting um i I have showed it to a few non-parents and they don't see the funny side of it but i literally couldn't stop laughing (laughs) it was just about a mum with three kids um she was british i think from her accent and uh she was had the kids at the table and saying oh who wants a drink? Here's a drink for you. Here's a drink for you. Here's a drink for me. Uh, you and she said, "Mummy's got a drink too," and pulls out this cask with a plastic straw in it and just started drinking from the straw. All
1: right. Yeah. That's was... the video.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know. I Next think that's... minute,
1: ten thousand. <laughs> I wonder if that could be a strategy for listeners out there trying to build their following absolutely. on Facebook. Absolutely,
2: just post any ridiculous thing out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can so, do that today, just, yeah. just post. Oh, we see, yeah, see so you go posting this one and see if you get that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, well, I guess that's just, relevant to your target market, but...
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, well It's bizarre. You know, the government have said that the last couple of months has been an increase in people drinking alcohol, and yeah. it's just... That's true. Being stuck at home, homeschooling the kids, working, that is, I can see why that's happening, definitely. Yeah. I had a drink at 2.30 once, and I was like, oh, this is a bit early, (laughs) perhaps.
1: So obviously that's been one of the challenges during the lockdown. Yep. Um, Alcohol consumption and all the rest is, I see a lot of stats, so it's almost doubled in some parts of Victoria and Australia and domestic violence, and obviously conscious of those issues. Oh, that's... Um, Given that your business is targeting young mums and yeah. stressed out mums, so... Yeah.
2: I feel physically sick when I think about what some women and kids are experiencing at home over the last couple of months. It's, um, you know, I think the government released a subsidy package for family violence very early on, which is amazing, but, you know, can't unfortunately fix everything that's going on, so mm. um, hopefully with the restrictions starting to ease um you know things will things will get better for people some people really struggled over the last couple of months and others you know really embraced the i mean i've embraced the downtime i guess and life was crazy hectic before all this started and it was just rushing from one thing to another to another and not being able to do that was really good to sort of chill out and just take some time to breathe but yeah i think um I saw a um, social media post that said those people who are isolated without kids talk dirty to me, and I was like, yes, that's hysterical. <laughs> I would love to be self-isolating without kids at <laughs> 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 Some days I just. But yeah, it's been an interesting, a really interesting um, experience. And you know, have
0: you been able to have you been able to come up with like new ideas, I guess for trips away or things that you'd like to bring into into the trips yeah
2: and I really hoped that you know I've seen so many people read about it being such a creative time to be able to sit back and um look at it from a different their business from a different perspective and I had someone ask me if I was perhaps going to do something online and virtual and I said I'd love to but I don't have time yeah just every single minute of every day and I've been working at nights on the weekends just trying to keep on top of my subcontracting work and trying not to um my hobby was like at the start well you know you can probably just do your subcontracting work because your business isn't running. I said, Yeah, but I need to, I need for it to be ready when we're ready to go yeah. again and, so, and to plan next year. So,
0: yeah, so how do you fit that? Like, what does a day in the life of Ali oh. look like that, like, when it is all normal or, like? um,
2: so now or before? <laughs>
0: Probably more now, <laughs> more I guess. Now. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't think we'll ever go back to normal, will we? Yeah. No,
2: and that's what people are saying, it's a new normal, the new yeah, normal, yeah. yeah. So, prior to you, um, restrictions coming in place I was spending Mondays and Tuesdays at the runway HQ in Geelong in North Geelong participating in a business incubator program mm-hmm. which was great and then Wednesday I'd have my three-year-old at home and then Thursday and Friday would be my subcontracting days yeah but now I'm just trying to like Yesterday I was like okay well things are changing now so what's it going to look, look like now yeah. and I feel like I could probably spend every day working on my subcontracting work but then my business will get neglected so I need to find a bit of a happy balance and yeah. um, I have saved quite a bit of money over the last couple of months with their free childcare, the government oh, yes. releasing yeah. the package for childcare so yeah. I'm thinking about perhaps add in an extra day into daycare for my three-year-old so i'll have four days and i can perhaps do two days on each so uh, yeah that would ideally be
0: yeah that's really good yeah so um splitting your time between the two jobs do you ever um do you ever get <laughs> do you ever get like overwhelmed or think about just giving it all like you're giving it vacations away or stopping it and just working full time on, you know, the subcontracting? Or... Yeah,
2: yeah. So last year I was um, actually the start of last year or in March, I think I went back to work in an office um, for MS Limited in Geelong as a NDI support coordinator and I was doing three days and then I got um, invited to participate in the incubator program, which was two days. And I I just couldn't think how that was going to work for the kids and the family. So I decided to finish up at the office at MS and start as a subcontractor. So I was trying to find the happy work-life balance, which I've discovered doesn't exist (laughs) when you're a mum. So that ideally was to... um, free up more time to work on mummications, which came in the two days a week, solely working on the incubator program, which was great. Yep. And I guess I'm a bit worried now that perhaps without that structure, I might struggle um, and I have so much to do and so much planned for mummications that I get really overwhelmed. Yep. So I make a list and then I think, oh, I can't. It's just too yep. much. Mm-hmm. I just don't have enough hours in the day, which a lot of people think. Um,
1: you almost end up with a to-do list to manage your to-do list, don't you?
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's just it's insane. Um, and then I find that I need to work on the weekends, which really isn't ideal. Although going into winter sort of helps when you're stuck inside a bit more, and yes. with really um, restrictions sort of, well, isolation telling us that we still need to be at home when we, yeah, when we're sort of not having to go anywhere else. I guess hopefully that'll help a bit. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do get overwhelmed easily because my brain is wired all the time. It's on 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, sometimes I have trouble sleeping, or I come up with all these crazy ideas in the middle of the night. And um, yeah, I need to. I try and um, do some. One of the ladies I met in my mum's in business group, Safe Coast Shire, uh, does a lot of meditation and sort of. Yeah dealing with well-being and overwhelm and everything so I try and do a bit of that
0: and you just do that on your own or do you yeah, use an yeah. app or... oh, she usually
2: does some guided online oh. zoom ones Oh, wow. yeah. yeah and I do have apps on my phone which I don't do I need to do them in bed I think yeah um I need to I really need to find that I really need to sort of structure my day I'm not really one for planning and routine that was never I was never into routine Mm -hmm. but then I realized after having kids that it is something that they really thrive on and helps yeah and so I find I need to I think I've been running on nervous energy for the last couple of months with everything going on and now I need to just chill out and get some routine into my own life incorporating exercise and some time out and everything like that so
1: Yeah, hats off to you. I don't know how you do it, to be honest, with two kids at home and working part-time as well, so Mm -hmm. congratulations to you on your progress so far. Thank you. So you touched on the incubator program in Geelong. I I noticed I had a look on the internet and did some research. I noticed you won a competition last year, so it's a bit – do you want to just go through the runway program for listeners just briefly? It's a bit of a shark tank type program you get up and present your business and
2: yeah that's right yeah i love the sharp tank do you guys watch it yeah i wonder if it's coming back on soon (laughs) um apparently it's not good to go on though i've heard uh so the runway incubator program is specifically for startup businesses um who need it's really guidance in all different areas of your business you know legals financials all the boring stuff i call it (laughs) because i'm that I'm usually quite creative and I love love planning the trips and Mm -hmm. how I can pamper mums and what special inclusions I can put in. I tend to forget about the things that I need to focus on. Mm -hmm. So that's what the incubator program helps to do. So there was five of us in this cohort. Uh, We started I think in October last year and we had to pitch to get into the program. So I think we pitched to four judges. And then we pitched back in March for, it was $3,000 who um, my co-participant um, won. And there was also another, another four businesses I think that pitched at the same time. So it's about, um, they wanna know the judges and they're angel investors. So we pitched to the angel investors, which means they're um, potentially um, offering investment in your business. I don't really know what that looks like for mummications at the moment, so I wasn't looking for that. Um, I did have a great offer from one of the judges to fund two places on one of my upcoming trips for (laughs) Mums Caring for Children with Disabilities, which I was so excited about. And I was going to uh, facilitate that for the July trip to the Mornington Peninsula, which I cancelled. So that's looking to be... um, to Lawn in November. I'll get that going. And that's really where I want to take my vacation. So that's really exciting. Um, also, so the judges want to know your um, the story. Storytelling is a really big part of why you're pitching your business, yep. why you started it up. Um, your unique value proposition, what makes you unique to another competitor, I guess, in the same industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to know your business model, your financials, uh, your 12-month work plan, where you are going, financial um, forecasting for the next 12 months, that sort of thing. So, it was super challenging. Yeah, it sounds really like a great program. That those <laughs> was amazing.
1: Investors there, based in Geelong. Those yeah, guys. Yeah, they So they were yeah. the
2: Geelong angel investors. But there's angel investors everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if
1: you've got a bit of spare cash, you're an angel investor by default, aren't you? So yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's a, a lot of those types of programs in Melbourne, but that's. A f- that's the first one I've heard of in Geelong, so. Yeah. Do they run I that
2: each it, year? Uh yes, I believe so. I'm not sure what'll happen this year with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, they also um they have runway in Ballarat and also I think they might be getting into Warrnambool too. So, but you're right, there are a lot of programs around Victoria with Launch Victoria. Um, yeah.
1: It's, it's great just, to see they're getting into regional Victoria too because yep. there's some seriously talented people along the Surf Coast and regional Victoria. So. Exactly.
2: And they said that Geelong is one of the most up-and-coming regions for entrepreneurs and small business. Apparently, it's thriving. Yeah. So it's such a great area. Yeah, yeah it's good
1: to see it. I think for our listeners out there who are running a business, they might want to go and check it out. They've got mm. a website or something.
2: Yep, yep, Runway. runway. Um, I think it's just Runway. RunwayHQ.com.au or RunwayHQ.com.au. Yep. I'd have to check. Yep. So that's located at, um, it's also a co-working space located at Mackey Street in North Geelong next to yep. the Federal Mill Cafe. So,
1: yeah, very good. I think yep. we'll check that out yeah. ourselves. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. So. Yeah, it
2: really is. Yeah, great I mean, team in there. Yep.
0: How long were you doing that for?
2: So that was a six-month program. So we, we finished up. I think about three weeks ago now. So the last portion was obviously taken online. So sort of really changed then because we were used to to our face-to-face connection and contact with our facilitator and um, other cohorts. So we sort of did it via Zoom, which, you know, was great, but not the same.
1: Just not as engaging?
2: No, that's right. Did you find
1: it was a game changer for your business? Mm. Like it was worth it? Absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. I am... when I think to where I would be now if I didn't do the program, I don't know. And I think my mindset at the start, and it, some a couple of people told me that you're in the mindset of a hobby, but it's a business. You need to consider yep. yourself a business owner. Yep. And that's been really big for me to get change my mindset. And the program's definitely helped me do that and worked out a lot of financials and even structure of the business and helped with, um you know, the the plans that I have for my cations down the track and everything. And I was mm. connected with, he deserves a shout out, Les Watson from Get More Time from as my business mentor and coach. Mm-hmm. And he was just incredible. Les he's Watson. Like, yeah, yep. he's one of at the Time Lord. He's one of my favourite people. <laughs> and he. Um, I think, you know, we did some personality testing and everything to be matched with a group of coaches at the start. And um, I think... Les and I were perfectly matched because of my fairly chaotic life. He was able to give me some really good strategies about, you know, just little simple things like even um having a diary, I felt found that too overwhelming. Now I couldn't live without it. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. was amazing. So I had access to his um, expertise during the course. And uh, I think before you were asking about media, when I ran my Ellie Beach trip last year, which mm-hmm. was incredible. I hadn't been to Early Beach and it is the perfect long weekend destination. So I'm going to be running that annually. Um,
1: just because of easy access, like you fly into. Yeah, straight fly into, into Proserpine.
2: Um, yeah, Proserpine, yep. yeah. The Whitsunday Coast. Yep. That's only about half an hour from there. It's just gorgeous. It is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, yeah. 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 And I connected with um, Tourism Sundays, the marketing manager, who was lovely. and uh, ended up, the Whit Sunday Times wanted to do an interview with us, and we were um, gifted cocktails and a sunset cruise, oh, nice. On Whitehaven um, Beach Day Tour. It was just amazing. And this particular trip, I had some mums who were going through some really, really very difficult times, so it was just a perfect weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It, amazing. Sorry, here you, go.
0: Here you go, Jess. How many people do you take on a on a trip? Uh, I, my maximum uh, I haven't really said it as such
2: but I'm thinking 10 to 12 probably 12 definitely 12 maximum that yeah. was um when I was working as a tour leader in the Middle East I had a maximum of 12 of my groups and the dynamics worked really well yeah had some very interesting people and very interesting situations on my trips but I found that that was usually a good number so I don't want to make it too big and my um, minimum would be six I've run a couple with six so that's
1: yeah. yeah so fairly small and intimate groups yeah. and you mentioned before you want to start doing trips down to lawn yeah so the surf coast is obviously a big part of your strategy going forward yeah it's not absolutely. officially the surf coast shire down at lawn i don't think but um it's still the surf Freddish, coast and yeah yeah LA beach obviously the beach so yeah. beach location is a big part of your strategy
2: yeah i think so i think it's um just offers you know if I think about what I'd like to do on a weekend away by myself it would be beach walk perhaps lying on yeah. the beach reading a book something that you just don't get the chance to do often a bit of self-care yeah. and the beach is amazing therapy as we all know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh I think they're all probably beach destinations except for Yarra Valley which is winery, so
1: yeah
0: you know <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs>
1: Make up for it with the wine. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah.
1: I, I love on the front page of your website, I'm a copywriter by trade, and on the front page of the, your website, one of the first things you read about is, hey, you won't see any 5 a.m. yoga sessions on our <laughs> retreats. Yep. We embrace drinking, not drinking, but you know, having yeah. a good time, oh, cocktails, absolutely. We wine. We do, yeah. And if you me. want to sleep in, it's your choice. Yep. I love that. So um, obviously I very deliberate. think,
2: yeah. That's I just, what
1: makes you unique.
2: I came up with it, and I pitched it to my first pitch and everyone was in hysterics and everyone loved it and I thought well that's exactly what it is because I think if I look at the competitors in the industry you know retreats these days are all about health and well-being yoga and I think for a two or three night trip we haven't got time for that we're getting away from the kids I'm transporting these people you know these tired and exhausted mums to a lovely destination yeah. where they're taking time for themselves. So that's what I say. We encourage sleeping in and cocktails and alcohol consumption <laughs> yeah. and no yoga. That's <laughs> right.
1: No, yoga. no green smoothies for breakfast. No,
2: no green smoothies. <laughs> Unless eggs. that's what you want, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a really good message. for you know There can, can be almost just as much pressure on weekend getaways and things you know to find yourself to wake up at 5am and do the stretching and the yoga and other things so it's great that people can know that they're going on these trips and they're relaxing first and foremost yeah so.
2: and that's a big part of my 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 offering to, um, for Mummycation's participants is that from the very first moment when someone decides to attend a trip um i literally take care of everything i take care of the planning the booking all the logistics all they have to do even while we're away on the weekend everything's done so literally they get pampered they don't have to do any cooking and cleaning we go out to nice restaurants um and it is a chance to literally do nothing hang out with friends or rest and also another um I think value proper unique value proposition that Vacations has in the market is that we um, I really understand that as a mum we often don't have the money extra money to spend on these sorts of luxuries I guess and also if we did we tend to spend them on the kids spend it on the kids for some reason and I uh, so I um, offer People an opportunity to set up their own funcation fund, I called it, their own mini bank account with mummications, and they can pay even $10 a week into it or something. So it makes it accessible for everyone. That's cool. That's funcation great. fund.
1: A funcation fund. Yep, that's what it is. It's another business. For you. Yeah, <laughs> so I just came up with it the other night. I'm like, Savings oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so registering the name.
2: Yeah, bit of trademark it, eh? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, oh, it sounds brilliant. So, I gather, I know we've spoken before the podcast, and it seems that you're not a massive fan of social media in the digital realm. And mm-hmm. so you're bigger on offsite communications and offsite marketing. So picking up the phone and talking to someone like yes. the marketing manager at yep. a tourism resort and then getting a newspaper article. Yep. Just as effective as, you know, posting a, something on Facebook and getting 10 likes, if not. 10 times more effective so yeah, is that yeah. deliberate part of your strategy is that no. something that came from the incubator or
2: um no I think that was just um you know I made a commitment to myself to embrace any opportunity I had to promote and speak about mummications and try and um, help as many mums as I can I guess um you know I think mental health um is a huge thing for mums and postnatal depletion which I don't think is well-known, but a doctor, um, Oscar has, um does a lot of work around postnatal depletion, showing that mums can suffer from depletion physically, emotionally, hormonally, um, even up to seven or ten years after the birth of their child, which is huge. And I think when people think of postnatal depression, it's sort of after, very soon after the birth of a child and um, it's just an ongoing Mm. You know, and if we can't prioritize our own self-care and put our own needs first, we can't do that for the family. Mm. And as they say, I always think this is a great analogy about when the air, the oxygen masks drop from the plane, you need to put yours on first before you can help anyone else. Yeah. So yeah, it's really important, I think for mums to um prioritize their own self-care for their own help happiness and well-being and therefore the happiness and well-being of the family. Um, and yeah, I've totally gone off subject then, but yes, I do prefer, um, speaking in person and connecting with people rather than social media. I was extremely lucky to be granted a $20,000 digital transformation grant from the Australian government and a Deloitte initiative last year. There was 100 small businesses chosen from Victoria, um, apparently out of 1,137 applicants. So that was amazing, yeah. 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 So I worked with, um, I had a mentor from Deloitte who lived in Tasmania, who'd fly over to see me. And I worked with Evolution Design Agency in Yarra Street in Geelong to create Mm -hmm. my new website. And also we, got flown up to Sydney for a three-day conference, and it was just amazing, amazing experience. And yeah. I think my knowledge and experience regarding the digital side of the business has definitely improved. That's great. However, there is still a big um, area that I need to work on. Yeah. And I find that's a real, a separate part of the business that needs its own sort of attention and I need to put a day or so aside to work on just that, but then I keep getting distracted because I don't like doing yeah <laughs> So then I keep coming back to my trips and everything. So it's it's a balanced game, I guess.
1: Oh, for sure. Like mm. Doing it on yourself, by yourself as well, I think that's especially hard. Like I've had the assistance of Jess who's really punched social media out every day and enjoys it from what I can gather.
2: Yeah, and I think and people either do or don't enjoy it. That's Yeah. Yeah.
1: I did a lot in my previous work as a media and communications manager. And I noticed too with Alan Imo, Imo is really strong with the digital marketing, social media side of it, whereas Al probably doesn't touch it day to day. And then as well last week with Jesse and Sam from Built for Adventure, um, Sam was really strong on social media. So doing it yourself, it could just be a matter of time, having the time to do it.
2: Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And I have the tools. I have... um, Another shout out, Carly Luke from um, Surface Media in Geelong, amazing, has been absolutely amazing helping me um, and encouraging me to build my social media strategy, mm-hmm. content strategy, and I just don't have the time to do it. So ideally I'd like to perhaps get a um, someone to work alongside me in an admin social media role. It yep. could do that eventually. So.
1: Yeah, and then there's a the cost and everything else, of course. So. It can be a difficult yep. balancing act for sure. Does mm. that, the grant that you got, the $20,000, does that have a specific name?
2: Uh, that was the Small Business Digital Transformation, Digital Champions Project it was called. Cool. So it's the first time it was run. I'm not sure if they're running it again. Yep. Um,
1: yeah, it might have dried up the funding in the wake of... Yeah. Corona and the 140 billion dollars that we have to pay off, but yeah, exactly. Well, it's 60 billion now. Yeah, they got yeah, it wrong yeah. By and growing, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing initiative. I did, I sort of applied. It came across my Facebook feed, and I thought, oh, this sounds interesting, and I applied, not really understanding what it was. Um, and then yeah, it was an in- incredible opportunity. So, very grateful.
1: Yeah. So just yes. to summarise your marketing. Strategy, basically, you've got your Facebook site with mm-hmm. 10,000 followers, you've got your website, you've got your Instagram page, yep. anything else? You've got your off-site communications that you work on. Yeah. It's and you've got your grants and everything else. Is there anything else? Yep. Any other tricks that you use? To... Uh,
2: putting together, I'm working on a partnership proposal and a media kit, I guess, at the moment. I was in touch with a particular service provider the other day who was really keen to... Uh, Former ongoing collaboration with Cations, which is really exciting, mm-hmm. and so I need to sort of get that together so I can get some information out. And um, yeah, that's probably about it. I built my first website and it got hacked, which is crazy. And I just don't have any, I just don't have any interest in that side of things. So yeah, yeah. I find that really <coughs> challenging. Yeah. But super lucky I've got my amazing new shiny website, which yeah. is yeah. amazing. It's got a full portal and booking system and everything. Yeah. And building
1: it's your actually... email list on the back of that. Yeah. Oh,
2: yes. And my EDM. Yep.
1: Yep. So one of the biggest assets we've found so far for, for guests on the podcast is their email list and
2: okay. getting yep. a
1: direct word out there for people. Yeah,
2: that's right. Because, yeah. you
1: know, you can hash over social media posts all day long. but
2: Yeah. And I find also I've had a couple of people point out that having, I think it's only, I don't know, Don't even know the difference, but twelve thousand followers or and ten thousand or eleven thousand likes. Oh, that's amazing! I said, yeah, but it probably looks good, but it's not. My message isn't getting to the right people. Yeah. Yeah. So when I go into my insights, I'll have people from places I've never heard of around the world. (laughs) I think, wow. That's almost. You're not helping.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Better to have you know five hundred targeted. People exactly. who know what you that's do, right. 10,000.
2: 000... I was just listening to a podcast yesterday. It said it's not about your um, followers. It's about the engagement and yep. the niche target audience that, you're, mm. that you've created and you have following you. So
1: yeah. I
2: guess that's what I really need to do with my Instagram and my email list and hoping to or planning to set up a podcast in the next couple of months myself. So Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that one. So the yeah. Mummications podcast.
2: Yes, hopefully. <laughs>
1: Yes, I hope that comes together. So what would be the concept for that?
2: Uh, I think I'd just like to um, pin on mums who have a different journey and story and experience to share. Um, You know, I think perhaps we go as a mum, this constant mum guilt never leaves, and we think uh, sometimes we may think we're the only one experiencing something or the only one failing and the more people you talk to you know just connecting like-minded women and mums together to share in their journey that's one of my um, passions
0: so so you obviously look to other people or like-minded people um for like assurance I guess or just to know that you're not alone for like that connectivity Mm, are there is there anyone out there who inspires you or or that you look up to that makes you think, okay, I really want to keep going with mum because this brings me a lot of joy and I know that I'm helping, helping. others. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: I think literally just all mums, all yeah. mums are my inspiration. Um, yeah, I just, I was just saying to someone recently, it's so hard. You know, when I was in, I remember one day in Syria when I got pull, pulled off the bath and dragged into the local police station and the bus was about to take off without me. And I thought, oh, shit, I think I could be in some trouble here. (laughs) And I thought, ah, and always thought after that, that'll be the hardest job in my life, working over in Syria doing that. (laughs) And then I became a mum and I was like, ha, that was a walk in the park. (laughs) Being a mum is the hardest job ever. Yeah. And I think we tend to... Especially social media gloss over it and show, show the perfect side of it and I find that there's really in social media there's some really raw and honest people out there and I really admire them mm-hmm. um, Constance Hall's one of them who is extremely controversial I'm not sure if you've Constance heard of her Soul. Constance Hall mm-hmm. like a queen is their brand yeah she was on Dancing with the Stars I think last year and um, I actually met her in Geelong was it earlier this year or last year I can't remember and she's so raw and honest about what it's like being a mum and she just she has so many haters but she you know she wants her message to be authentic and I really admire people like that Who don't you know I'm a bit like I'm a very sensitive person so if I think someone's um bagging me out or trolling me that'd that'd be too much for me I'd probably cry but you know I really admire people who can you know push through all that crap and Tell yeah. their story and be authentic Regardless
0: about... of what mm. everyone's saying. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and tell um tell the real and the raw side to be ma- to being a mum, I guess.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah, it's a brilliant story, Ali. So just talked a little bit about inspiration. Who inspires you? Is it family or is it celebrities or is it
2: Um it's I a... found probably over the last 12 to 18 months since starting Mum Vacations, it's been other women and particularly mums in business. I'm just drawn, I just want to be around these female entrepreneurs and um, I love the energy that it brings. Uh, so I created um the mums in business association surf coast shire group uh last year i think
0: you created that yeah i bought it here
2: yeah there was a geelong one and i started the um started as coordinator for surf coast shire and our very first meeting i was just in awe of these amazing women some were mums some weren't mums who came and connected to support each other and that's what i'm passionate about is supporting other women in business and
0: my, how many how many people how many women were involved in that
2: uh I think I recently finished being the coordinator due to my hectic crazy life a couple of months ago I think there's uh, around 115 people in the group but probably around or average around maybe 12 to 15 people come into the groups and then we emerged the Geelong and Surf Coast Shire group and it was just fabulous and I just really loved those meetings now they've gone online which isn't really the same because it was nice <laughs> to catch up for a coffee and yeah. share and there was a lot of diverse businesses and a, a lot of diverse knowledge and connections and collaborations and in all of my vacations trips a big a big uh, goal, I guess, is to support local women in business. So I've connected with a lot of a few people on um, the like-minded bitches drinking wine Facebook yep, on page. That one. You're on that yep. one, yeah.
1: Like-minded bitches.
2: <laughs> yeah, like-minded bitches drinking wine. It's called. And so, for example, for Ellie Beach, my Ellie Beach shoot last year, I went into the group and typed into the search bar um, "spa salon massage Ellie Beach." and it came up
0: with this. It's like a Google directory. Oh, it but is, it's so, yep. yeah. it's and really to good. to be able
2: to support the female community, it yeah. was amazing. So I connected with an amazing uh, lady in Ellie Beach who runs her own salon and she um, – and. The group said it was one of the best bar salons they've ever had experiences in their whole life. So now i formed a connection and a partnership with her for ongoing trips. Yep. And the same for the Yarra, Yarra Valley. I found a, a massage lady in there who I work with now who will come back and... Uh, just for my gift boxes I always like to give my participants a mum only gift box to take home something that the kids can't have <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I love um, I'm really passionate about supporting women in business and I find that um, when I'm around women in business I get you know my creativity starts flowing and I get my mojo back and I feel really excited and, and
1: inspired yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah, I must admit most of the interest, a lot of interest in Surf Coast Creatives podcast has been from female entrepreneurs on the Surf Coast so right. far, okay. predominantly. There's been a lot of guys, you know, out there yeah. doing stuff, but a lot of female mama entrepreneurs, yeah, um, yeah, that's, young women yeah. as well with our kids, yep. interested in the podcast. So yep. I and think they grow
2: their profile, yeah, get their word out there.
1: It's no surprise. It's such a big and popular group on the Surf Coast. So what's yeah. the group? called again on the surf uh, coast
2: the mums in business association mums in business surf association. Coast Shire group yeah cool. MIBA for short m-i-b-a so
1: do they have a website or
2: um there's a facebook page a private group and cat from cat and fox is a coordinator of that now uh, and they we used to meet monthly at different cafes around geelong
1: Yep. That we're, well, that might we'll, be restarting soon, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. That's all right. Jess yeah. might be signing up for that. Yep. I would <laughs> love you to come along, Jess. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, no, there's plenty of women okay. that, yeah. And even, you know, on a side note, Mummications is most definitely welcome to all women, Um, not just mums. But oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to be exclusive or anything. And that's, yeah. that's when the question about males came up then. I thought, oh, that's another conversation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a cool
1: initiative. And finally, just for the young mums and young single ladies out there who are, you know, maybe they've got a hobby, they're making some money, um, side income in their business, what would your, maybe they're thinking about taking the leap from part-time, as you say, you know, taking the leap and getting serious about what you're doing and turning it into a business is a whole different world. Yeah. What would your number one piece of advice be for those listening? Just do it. Just do I it. I can't
2: recommend it highly enough. I've given this a lot of thought, actually, over the last probably year, and I think, I mean, I have a fairly extensive working career because I'm, you know, 42, I think. And <laughs> when I look back at on my previous jobs, I've worked for some really horrible people mm-hmm. who have crushed my soul and my spirit. And I think if you have the motivation and the passion to do something it can only work and too many times i'm i'm quite um i like to live outside my comfort zone and i think more people need to embrace that and just trust their instincts and give it a go and if it doesn't work it's not the end of the world that's what i was like with vacations yeah especially these young people you know can got the world at their feet can create the most amazing things and not having to work for someone else and this is what I'm going to be encouraging my girls to do when they grow up yeah to just yeah follow their dreams and passions it's just the um the satisfaction and the gratitude and the the happiness that it can bring and just it just gives you another life inside of you working on it, it's like your baby yeah you know, every day on vacations just makes me so excited and everything for the future and i just couldn't i couldn't encourage um people with an idea to go for it yep definitely and just listen there's so many resources and people out there to help you know all these podcasts and social media platforms that do um courses there's so much to be learning, like I learn every day. I love learning, love learning something new about my business. And there is never a lack of people to support or um, provide training and information to you. So yeah, Yeah.
0: totally
1: go for it. Yeah. I think great advice, Ali. So I find that relatable as a male trying to make his way in the world of business too. So I think that applies not just to lady entrepreneurs, but men as well. So, you know, men can get a bit down on themselves and whatnot and, not have faith in their abilities and the rest. Yeah. So
2: do you think that's do you think females are more willing to give it a go? I'd
1: I would I say think so, so, yes.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: I'd and just, say um, generally girls are probably more willing to fail.
2: Yeah. Men yes. are
1: kind of expected to
2: mm, so be the like macho a man and bring back. home the
1: bacon and yeah. put the food on the table and you yeah. know, it's an outdated view of
2: yes. Yes, what but a male it's still should there. be
1: this day and age, but still yeah. definitely there, still ingrained, isn't
2: it? It is, yeah. Uh, I was thinking before when you said about more females being um, willing to be guests on your podcast, That's that made sense. I thought, yeah, I can see females, um, you know, like the builder that we're working with at the moment um, and my hubby tells me, it's a tradey thing, you know, they don't communicate or and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh, like, come on, I'm so, like, do, I, right. He needs a secretary or someone <laughs> to deal with all his stuff. Women are just bang. Let's go. Let's yeah. get things done. Yeah. Let's communicate and put ourselves out there. That's Absolutely. Right. Yep.
1: I participate in Toastmasters in Geelong, City of Greater Geelong Toastmasters, oh. and a lot of our members are tradies because they come with that. They like they come and they they have you know three or four apprentices on board and they want to take their business to the next level and they're like I don't know how to communicate so. Wow, that, probably probably that half the group of traders.
2: So how fabulous that these people are wanting to, yeah, um, you know, get further in their professional and personal development and enhance their communication skills to grow their career and yeah. their business. That's yeah. amazing. Definitely. And you know, I think from a small business point of view, all I kept hearing at the start was over. Well, I can't remember what the percentage was. You know, over fifty percent of businesses will fail within the first twelve months. And you think, oh. You know, that puts <laughs> every yeah, recording into you and on, doesn't it? yeah, it does, it does. So that's great that people want into um like I said before, you can only give it a go. Yeah. Well,
1: I think very good advice, so just do it. Just do it. That's what we've so done with the that. Surf Coast Creators Podcast. And I'll hand it back to Jess to wrap up her very oh. first podcast.
0: Well, thanks Ellie for coming on today. So I know a lot of our listeners out there will be um, itching to get on your website and check it all out could you just um tell for our listeners like where they can go to find you and um yeah
2: Mm -hmm. so my website is www.mummycations.com.au so that's m-u-m-e-c-a-t-i-o-n-s and the same business name for my facebook page and uh, instagram handle too and also, I do have a Pinterest account, which I quite like, but again, haven't got the time to put into it. And my email address is Allison, Alison A L I S O N at mummications, m u m e c a t i o n s dot com dot a u. And I have access to join my email list on my website too. So.
0: Perfect. Well, you can head over there if you want, guys, and check it all out because. I know that I I did stalk your Pinterest and I was like, I love Pinterest, so going through that was really fun. Yeah. So definitely keep doing that. that. But um, yeah, so for those who've listened in today, um, we'd love to hear what you thought of the interview, if you could leave us a review on iTunes. And if you know any mums out there who desperately need a holiday who um, you've got in mind make sure you share this with them you can head to the website and subscribe if you haven't already and to everyone out there all the listeners we want to thank you for your support and Ali and Ben thanks for joining me on my first official podcast great job Jess Jess. (laughs) all right we'll leave you to it and we'll chat next week
1: thanks Ali